friend. Hello. Long time no see. Yes. <laughs> Are you good? Uh Welcome to episode 96 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And today I have with me an educator that we've never met face to face, but I feel like he's a educational friend because we've been in tons of Twitter chats. We've uh, done some uh, things together, worked together on some projects as well, which I'm gonna talk about later. But Alex, welcome. It's good to have you on and Tell my listeners who you are and why you're interested in voice technology. Sure. My name is Alex Pachowski. I'm currently the Director of Educational and Information Technology at North Broward Preparatory School in Coconut Creek, Florida. Uh, and I've been a tech director for a very, very long time. Um, one of the biggest things that excites me is finding those next phases of technology that will, I think, will really impact the classroom. Um, and I think voice is really there in terms of really being at that cusp of being able to break through with the right help, guidance, and assistance um, to make sure that we're doing the right things in the right way to get really, really good technology to the right people. So guys, what you don't know is that most of the time when I'm in a chat with Alex, uh, or I'm in a conversation with Alex. I'm nodding my head, yes, like I am the amen sec uh, section of the church because he and I think very much alike on a lot of educational topics. And this is one of them. Um, we feel, both of us feel led to speak into this space so that voice doesn't happen to education, but that educators truly uh, can say what's needed and wanted in this space. Um, as many of you know, there is pushback in using voice in the classroom. And um, much of the time that has to do with student privacy issues. And uh, I actually consider Alex kind of an expert in this area. So I'm gonna, my next question for you, Alex, is what do you think it will take for voice to be accepted for classrooms use in a bigger way? I think that's really, that really is the key, Julie. The the privacy problem that voice has comes came from you know lots of really I'll say slanted press type pieces um, to be and and to, for perfect uh, you know for clarity Julie and I some of the debates Julie and I have had have been on the actual use of technology in the classroom where we have been on opposite sides of the fence um, you could guess which side Julie was on and which side I was on. Um, <laughs> And as much as I fight and argue against some of the different pieces, my problem is I can see the path and it's figuring out how to get there. The, the problem with privacy isn't that um, a device is necessarily always listening or, or some of the more mainstream media type issues. It's to me the fact that we're awarding people amazing education software you know, awards without them actually taking into account the same software privacy policies that we require of software that goes on a device in the student's hands in the classroom. It's making sure that the data that's being, the real data that's being collected, the evaluation pieces, the extra pieces are actually treated in the same way as the data collection that happens on, again, on a device or on a piece in the classroom. The, the privacy piece becomes something that no one really knows about when you're not in the education space because there's a there's just that initial 
oh, we just have to solve, worry about these one or two federal laws, or if we just put this boilerplate piece in. I mean, I've, I've, I've ranted to Julie. There are SAT prep Alexa-based apps that actually say in their terms of service and privacy policy, they are not for use by anyone under the age of 18. Right. So, so we have, we have an education problem on both sides of the, both sides of the aisle on this one. It's both the app, the provide, the application providers. I know that, you know, Amazon and Google and the providers of devices are working hard to be able to allay the concerns and, and comply with laws. We need to get the application developers to understand that. And then we need to get people on the other side, the people in the classrooms and the parents in the homes to understand, okay, you know what? You can turn the device off. Right. You can, you know, you can do all the things that you need to do to make sure that you're comfortable with the level of integration of this device into your life. Because guess what? It's going to be there just like a phone is everywhere that they go. A hundred percent agree. One of the things guys I do want to mention here is that both Alexa and Google Assistant has not said this is this should be used in a classroom setting. That has not come out. This is a consumer device. And anytime we're talking about a consumer device, it is driven by collecting data, data mining, in order to keep their businesses moving forward, either to sell that data to other uh, parties or uh, to use that data themselves. That being said, and this is where Alex and I sometimes disagree, I believe there are ways you can work around those uh, settings with your devices to protect your students in a way that makes this work. Um, and that's that's kind of where I am at. And I've come around the, I've come around mostly to Julie's way of thinking on in a lot of different use cases. Right. But my problem has been she, she got me turn turn you know turn turn the corner for the devices, and then I started looking into the software, and then we started the whole process all over again. Right, and, and that's part of it. I mean, what, you've got to be very vigilant if you're going to use this device, and that's that's very fair to say. Okay, we've got about two and a half more minutes to talk. One of the things I do want to talk about is the Open Voice Network project that we are both working on. We're both a part of the Educational Steering Committee that's working on creating resources for the realm of voice and education. One of the things that got assigned to you last night by me, haha, uh, was the fact that, which wasn't really guys, we're all in this together, um, was the fact that you're helping create some resources specifically for the CTOs and the tech coaches um, regarding these devices. Will you elaborate a little bit about what you see that being? Sure. Part of what we want to do is we know that there's the resistance out there and that the policies, some of the policies of the school district as written now may not allow for or may obstruct the implementation of this policy of this technology. So what we want to do is sort of provide the guidance to give people the opportunity to say, here's what we need to change, the kind of things we need to change or incorporate into our policy, not only to take into account voice, but maybe some of the other things that may come down the line. Right. But then the other ways you can put the frameworks in to allow you to start experimenting with this technology, because it's going to become more and more prevalent, um, especially in different types of classrooms. And now really in our current world, you know, everyone, we're using our voices more and more 
without showing up on a screen or doing anything else. Sure. So th this is something that's coming. I, I, I think one of the things that resonates with me and, and we've talked about this often is the fact that this is still cutting edge technology. We're six years into Alexa uh, being around, but we're still talking about cutting edge technology and emerging tech for people in your role, people who are in my role in the past, we have to keep an eye on that. And if we ignore it, it happens to education. If we speak into the space, hopefully we're heard and we can start kind of adjusting that space forward. And that's kind of our goal with OVN and why we're involved in that. Yeah, if we create that frame, if we create that framework to get active participants now, we can change the direction of how the devices will get developed in the future as an educational product in addition to a consumer product. Yes, yes, yes. So that being said, if you are an educator out there that would be interested in being part of the Open Voice Network Education Steering Committee, reach out to me. We could always use more people because the end goal is to have lots of resources uh, in this space and uh, many people makes the work light. Alex, thank you so much for being a part of our this conversation today. Guys, be aware, there are super duper educators out there looking into this. So um, we hope to be of value to you forward with the things that we're doing. Thanks, Julie. All right.